the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, if you're getting married next year or someone you know is getting married and they're still searching for that perfect venue, send them to thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Nestled between Columbus and Cleveland in Belleville, Ohio, is a spacious, beautifully unique venue that has three spaces. There's a, a greenhouse, a rustic reception area that has magnificent skylights, a waterfall, and an exclusive rainbow bridge. And then there's the Heritage Barn, which is a pristine 170-year-old handcrafted landmark barn, perfect for micro weddings. But you need to see it. And when you're on the website, thelegacyonpossumrun.com, you can also see pricing. You can check the calendar. You can read reviews. And you can also check out the supply closet. That is what is available to you after you book. It's stuff that you use for free and it'll save you hundreds to thousands of dollars, things like runners and centerpieces and garland and arches, the whole nine yards. So check out the legacy on possumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. And uh, disclaimer, Whitney and I have an ownership interest in that business. So when you use it, it benefits us. Um, but I know you're going to love it. So thank you for checking it out. And thank you for staying tuned to The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. And uh, a couple of top stories. Senator Lindsey Graham, no smoking gun in House's impeachment inquiry of Biden. Now, Graham is a South Carolina senator, and he said Sunday that his fellow Republicans in the House have far to go before they convince him that President Biden has committed high crimes and misdemeanors. If you remember back to last week, we had former Deputy Attorney General Mark R. Weaver on the show, and he pointed to the fact that high crimes and misdemeanors is a very broad and ambiguous term intentionally designed to keep the executive in check. And it's Congress that gets to decide whether they pursue impeachment based on high crimes and misdemeanors. He would argue that there's a slew of evidence and anyone who denies it, I forget how he put it, it was, it was brilliant, is like denying that there's a dawn, <laughs> you know, that last second of darkness right before the dawn. I mean, Lindsey Graham, seriously. First of all, there's evidence that Joe Biden allowed Hunter Biden onto Air Force Two to fly internationally and to make deals with the communist China government 
or their proxy energy company, which, by the way, has ties to military surveillance in China. And Hunter Biden did deals with Burisma. Burisma was the energy corrupt energy company in Ukraine on on whose board Hunter sat as an expert in energy, of course, and made millions. And there's a video of Joe Biden himself saying that he was going to withhold a one billion dollar loan guarantee to the Ukrainian government if they didn't call off the investigation into Burisma, where Hunter Biden sat on the board. Last week at the Ohio Press Network, we published a report on Sarah Biden, who is Jimmy Biden's wife. Jimmy Biden is Joe Biden's brother. They have a company that Joe Biden, as vice president, mentioned over 3,700 times in email messages. That company had funneled money from Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Actually, it had been Sarah and Jimmy Biden had funneled money to Joe Biden. Do you remember the laptop from hell, the story that the press sat on and that the FBI said had the stripings of Russian disinformation and they knew that it didn't, which should scare the hell out of everybody, that our own FBI is colluding with one party to interfere in elections. But the Hunter Biden laptop story contained the idea that Hunter would withhold 10% for the big guy. Well, last week at the Ohio Press Network, we published a report that showed a check for $40,000 written to Joe Biden. Why is that amount curious? Because days before, Hunter Biden had received $400,000 from a China energy company. Based on testimony, closed-door testimony, and then in an interview after the testimony from earlier this year involving a House committee that was investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their international dealings, we know that Joe Biden was on over 20 phone calls with Hunter Biden associates. Now, Joe Biden claims that they were just talking about the weather. And the person who delivered that testimony says that Joe Biden was simply representing the, the Biden brand. We also know that there are over 56 pages of emails from dummy accounts that were established by Joe Biden that involve Hunter Biden, that involve Hunter Biden's business associates that are directly linking Joe Biden to the business associates. So, Lindsey Graham, what the hell are you talking about? The GOP-controlled House voted along party lines to officially start impeachment inquiry proceedings into Mr. Biden, unlocking a trove of legal powers into allegations of foreign influence peddling from overseas money given to his son, Hunter Biden. Graham said, if there was a smoking gun, I think we'd be talking about it. He said that on NBC's Meet the Press. You know what I'm worried about? Helping the president bring the Middle East to a better spot. Trying to convince the Arabs and the Israelis 
to not let Iran get you off track. Give Israel the space to destroy Hamas. I'm trying to find a way forward to secure a broken border before we're attacked. That's what I'm more worried about than anything. Hey, Lindsay, if Joe Biden gets reelected, your concerns over Israel should be exponentially higher. Your concern over the border should be off the charts. It's this guy in this administration that has allowed 1.7 million gotaways in 2023 alone. It's this administration that says, well, we're sending aid to the border. That aid is not enforcing immigration law. It's processing illegals and allowing them to come into this country. The question that Lindsey Graham ought to be asking is, what was Hunter Biden selling? What was Sarah Biden selling? What was Jimmy Biden selling? And what was Joe Biden marketing for? What product, good, or service was being sold to Burisma, to a Chinese energy company, to Mexico, to other countries around the globe? If the FBI or the IRS came to my door because of business dealings that I have performed, they would ask, Mr. Windsor, what are you selling to justify the receipt of these dollars? Can you prove it? Nobody's asking that question. And the fact that Lindsey Graham isn't asking that question, I think tells you everything you need to know about Lindsey Graham and the swamp and the district and why outsiders are needed in D.C. Rounding third and heading home on this Monday, December 18th, 2023. And uh, just another shout out to Eva Grace. Happy birthday, sweetheart. I can't say December 18th without thinking about that special day 11 years ago when you came into the world making me a papa and uh, giving me the greatest honor and privilege of my life. So happy birthday, kiddo. There's a lot going on with respect to FISA. Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. And there's a lot to cut through. We found out last Monday that House Republican leadership pulled two bills reforming the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act from the floor as Speaker Mike Johnson faced backlash for allowing two bills to be introduced on the surveillance law. Tom Massey, a Kentucky Republican, a member of the House Rules Committee, confirmed late last Monday that neither of the bills reforming Section 702 would come to the floor for a vote. Republicans have been split on how to extend Section 702 of the act. So Johnson had intended to introduce both bills last Tuesday and have 
one with the most votes advanced to the Senate. One bill is called Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act, came from the House Judiciary Committee, while the other bill, FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, came from the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Judiciary Committee member, friend of the show, Congressman Warren Davidson, reportedly accused Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner of Ohio of expletive lying about the judiciary bill. Ultimately, multiple members expressed dissatisfaction with what they called the Queen of the Hill tactic, where one bill would prevail and they urged Johnson to pick one and stand by it. I think the former speaker said it very well when he said we should take the time it takes to get one bill and take the time it takes to get it right. Judiciary Committee member Representative Daryl Issa of California said. So why is this important? Well, Cash Patel was on Fox over the weekend, and I want to play this clip because I think he expresses it very, very well. Uh, Cut seven. going forward is the politicization and weaponization and creation of a two-tier system of justice as a result. Back when Devin Nunes and I ran the Russiagate investigation and exposed the FISA corruption, we recommended a slew of fixes so it never happened again. Unfortunately, Congress chose to allow 702 FISA to basically be reauthorized. What does that mean? What is 702? It's fancy for foreign intelligence surveillance. It means me as a former national security prosecutor and intelligence operative would go overseas and manhunt terrorists. That's what it's for. But the FISA court in April of 2022 publicized an opinion that said the FBI used it illegally 275,000 times domestically against Americans, 16 different occasions against those affiliated with January 6th, 19,000 times domestically against donors to a congressional campaign, and wait for it, 24,000 separate times against Americans and groups in and around January 6th. That FISA process has been turned on its head redirected inwards, and anyone who says, oh, that's just a Republican conspiracy speak, that's the FISA court that rescinded Rod Rosenstein's illegal surveillance of Donald Trump twice based on our investigation, and now they do it again, and they prove the FBI and DOJ have weaponized justice, and the Republican leadership in Congress allowed it to be reauthorized, essentially through the next election cycle. 275,000 times Section 702 of the FISA has been used against Americans. 16 times against people present on January 6th. It's unbelievable. It is the same act that allowed the court to receive fudged documents from from federal policing agencies that allowed the feds to spy on Donald Trump's presidential campaign. And here we sit on the verge of a 24 election cycle and the Republican controlled house has punted on making FISA changes. 
two people spoke out vehemently against stalling. Jim Jordan, Warren Davidson. Hope to have one or both on this week to discuss this. This is the type of shenanigan I was talking about earlier with GOP candidate for U.S. Senate Bernie Marino. These seem to be the type of shenanigans that are now embedded into our government that we pay for that will be used against the majority will of the people. We'll keep our eyes and ears uh, to the ground on this one or on the tracks, however that old adage goes. Before we go, I, I want to I talk some football, Jeff Murtaugh. I want to talk some football. Um, you know, it's uh, Finding Nemo again for me, that part where Dory says, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. These Browns, they just keep winning. Uh, what stood out for you yesterday in that Browns win? Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it probably had to just be Flacco again. I mean, he doesn't really seem to care if he throws interceptions. He's just out there, you know, winging it, and whatever happens is what's going to happen. So, you know, he's not playing scared, that's for sure. And with the defense they have, I mean, you can't really blame him. <laughs> yeah, the defense uh, – Made some big, big plays. You know, I posted to social media around uh, somewhere two minutes left in the third quarter. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if Joe Flacco and the offense found a way to return the favor to the defense (laughs) that has made some big stops. And then I think Flacco becomes the first quarterback this year to throw for what? How many yards did he throw for in the third in the fourth quarter? Was it 200? Somewhere in that ballpark. He was over 200 yards in in the in in the the fourth fourth quarter quarter. alone. I know that. Wow. And then of course. I said, hey, 32 seconds is a lot for Justin Fields, and people laughed at me. And then uh, when the receiver had the ball for the for the Bears, had the ball in his bread basket on the Hail Mary, did you just about fall out of your chair? <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know, nothing surprises me with the Browns. You just, you never know what to expect when they're playing at the end of the game like that. So they're going to have to... Uh, defeat two former Ohio State quarterbacks in back-to-back weeks. They have uh, they, they did the job with Fields yesterday. Uh, C.J. Stroud is assuming he's out of a concussion protocol. They'll have to defeat him and the Texans on the twenty fourth, and then they have the Jets. Uh, I think Jeff that it might all come down to January seventh in Cincinnati between the Bungles and the Browns. What do you think? I think all as long as they beat the Jets, if they can beat the Jets which they should, I think they're in, and then you're going to have four teams at 10 wins, but the Browns are going to have most of those tiebreakers. So I, I, as long as I get one, and, and the Jets game is going to be right there for them. So I, I think they're going to get it done. So what I'm hearing is they only need one out of the next three, and it should be the Jets. <laughs> Craziness. Hey, uh, thank you, Jeff, for weighing in on that. Thank you for listening. Join us tomorrow at 11. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.